Game Static episode 144, Nox Light with Sparky3. Back after a little unexpected break for me, I had something pop up that I had to attend to. Both the boys held it down. Shout out to you guys. I really enjoyed you guys' episode. I got Zach and John in here. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling? What did we talk about last week? All sorts of stuff. You guys rambled a little bit about Gamescom, Black Myth, Wukong, stuff like that. You guys, it was a good time. How far do I normally sit away from the desk? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I feel very far away. That's what I was confused I was, I was, about. I saw you trying to space look. I don't know what he's spacing. I, do, I don't. It's going to be a weird day for me. Okay. Zach, how are you? I'm all right. Another day? Yeah. I feel you. Just hoping this mic doesn't fall again. That's true. It's uh, falling on Ricky. Falling on you. I don't know what's up with that one in particular, just wanting to fall all the time, but it is what it is. Uh, John, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm just... I, I don't got the most for this show. I've just basically spent the last week playing Path of Exile, <laughs> so I'm I'm here. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to hear Moral your support. opinions on some uh, on some stuff. Right. I am glad you're here because I have a very special treat for you. So look forward to that. Are we here. building another pyre? No, but I have a very special treat for him. We'll get to it here in just a moment. Uh, but first and foremost, if you could. Uh, make sure you go check out uh, some Rogue Engine. They did just reveal two new flavors, both hydration. It was sour watermelon and like Paradise Punch, which is an orange cranberry. It looks incredible. I want to try them. Uh, use our referral link down below. You can support us. We'd appreciate that. Go over to Agent Inc. as well. Pick up a jersey. Join the Discord. Uh, and make sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening, whether it be on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, or on one of the media audio platforms that we're on. Uh, today, of course, is... Radiant Rush is the other one. Radiant Rush, not Paradise Punch. But thank you. Um, today is going to be a very special episode because it's finally time to talk about Bethesda's new game of Starfield. Before we get into that, I just want to show this off because they, yep, they yep. finally came in. It's the... Uh, Spider-Man controller. Spider-Man uh, limited edition PS5 controllers yep. finally came in. I know yep. you got the uh, the side plates too. You got the yep, boxes yep. over there. The, but I don't have the controller or the plates with me. But uh, as is box. as is tradition, when I buy new controllers, I have to bring them in to show them off. Yes, I agree. Uh, no, very clean, very sick. I have not put the plates on yet. Uh, I was gonna, I was just to be on the safe side. So I was gonna watch a quick video because I don't want to accidentally break it. Uh, the white ones. So I, I'm gonna pop the plates on probably later. But the plates look incredible. Like they look very sick. I can't. I'll, I'll send a picture in our Discord whenever I get them on. But the controller is sick. Controller is very sick. Um, but, um, yeah, so today, of course, Starfield, that's going to be the biggest topic. I uh, paid for early access, and I haven't got as far as I've wanted. Uh, you know, still got work and everything uh, Friday and had some other things, like right when I got home from work. So I haven't got to play as much as I want. I've only put about eight hours in, which I don't think is a fair... Uh, it's an it's an early impression. It, yeah, that's what exactly what it is. It's early impression. It's not a fair judge. Which you know we're going to talk about Starfield again next week because it officially releases. And I know John, yeah, you know, you, I'll you'll actually be playing it. it on official release day. Uh, Zach's thinking about it. He hasn't decided. Uh, and I'll have hopefully more. What I'm hoping for for next week is I will be past the 20 hour mark because I've seen a lot of comments online of people saying one of two things: one, oh, it gets good past 20 hours, or two. After 20 hours, it's people stop. Damn, 20 hours? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen two different things they in try, 20 they try, hours. They try to, it's like they're trying to get someone into a JRPG. Yeah, basically. Because like it's either num- the, the two things I've seen is either one, it gets good after 20 hours, or two, after 20 hours, you stop seeing the polish. Apparently, I've seen comments of people saying all the polish of the game is within the first 20 hours. Because the way that Bethesda looked at it is what people are speculating is most people will probably stop playing after 20 hours because you can beat the main story in like 15 to 20. 
which I, that is fair. There's going to be a handful of people that will only play the story and, and not play the game and not play it for 400, 500, 600, whatever hours. So I'm hoping to get to the 20 hour mark by next Saturday. I'm very busy just with work and stuff, but yeah, this is a very early impression. Uh, we also, I'll, I will also briefly chat about Fort Solace uh, or Solace. I, I've heard it pronounced both ways. Uh, that came out about a week ago. That is the uh, the horror um, uh, space game based on Mars, starring Roger Clark and Troy Baker. Zach's got Stray Gods uh, that he's going to chat about because he did. You asked earlier in the week if anybody was going to play Sea of Stars. Did you? I downloaded it. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> <sharp>. <laughs> I've also downloaded. Uh, uh, my girlfriend started playing it. It looks it looks awesome. I was I watching her a little honestly bit. Honestly, was planning on it. Forgot. Path of Exile got the way. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we do have Dave here. Uh, he said, I've enjoyed it so far. Only about four hours in. Bethany likes it so far. About 15 hours, but her Series X keeps crashing. Mine doesn't. It's weird. What is this? Starfield. Okay. Interesting. I have not had a crash yet. Uh, again, I'm only about eight hours in right now. So uh, I, I am going to be looking to see when I'm going to have my first set of crashes. Um, but no, th- I mean, this is, this is the big release, you know, this is the big release for, um, for Xbox that, you know, everyone's been kind of waiting on. This is, uh, the big question for Starfield is, is this just, the, just fucking, just fucking say it, say what's on your mind. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I got to lead up here. Okay. You know, is this the generation defining game before I get into my full thoughts? I have a very special treat for John specifically. I pulled something up for this episode oh, we're going for our dear audio listeners and for our dear video listeners. Uh, Please enjoy this clip from GameStatic episode 116 that was recorded the first, uh, like first January Saturday of this year. Uh, but concerning Alex's most anticipated game of the year, uh, the only way I can phrase my thought is this is... Uh, Starfield is going to be the most expansive, ambitious, basic-ass Bethesda game ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Damn. I don't think it's it's like they keep talking about we wanted to make this game. They make one type of game. Every game. I mean, they, that's that's true. Every game. They I can't make, argue that. Every game they make is a slightly different iteration of that game. He's right. Of that genre, it's He's like right. every Fallout is just a slightly different Fallout. New, it's like different graphics and stuff like that. Every Elder Scrolls game, it's like yeah, there's different mechanical things. They iterate on it a little bit, but the game is the game at its core is the same game most of the time. So it's like, yeah, they're going to have all this stuff you can do, but the actual main part of the game... Now, I'm not talking like all all thousand planets you can go to won't be unique and stuff like that. I'm just saying the core basis of the game right. is going to be the same type of Bethesda game we've been playing for 15 years. So yeah, that was John's prediction of Starfield at the beginning of 2023. Forgot <laughs> how long that went on for. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, John. I think you hit it on the head. <laughs> Now we go back to all those flame comments John got. That's true. I got to go back on that TikTok. I did make that a TikTok as well. So you can always go check that out on our shorts and stuff. But no, John, man, uh, you know, again, I'm only eight hours. It's kind of unfair to judge. It's early impressions. But just every the entire eight hours, I hear those words in my head. <laughs> and man, I see it. Like, it's that's honestly, my first early impression is that's exactly what this game is. So when it comes to Starfield, if you wanted an amazing Bethesda experience, an amazing Bethesda game 
then I think you will love Starfield. Like, if, if that's what you want, if all you want is a great Bethesda game, you're going to enjoy Starfield. As long as you like, like, you know, sci-fi, space stuff, like, you will like Starfield. But if you were hoping that, like, Bethesda was going to truly make this generation-defining game that was going to go leaps and bounds above what we've seen from Bethesda before with the Fallouts or the Skyrims or the Oblivions of the world, then you may feel some disappointment. I don't think it's leaps and bounds uh, above their other titles. Now, in terms of general gameplay, I would say it is. It's very well polished. I like, you know, I know Davin was just saying here in the chat that he's had some crashes. I've, I've thankfully had no crashes. Uh, but in terms of general gameplay, feels amazing. Like, you know, the, the gunplay, you know, running around, kind of doing all, like the actual gameplay itself feels great. And that's awesome. You know, and I was, you know, would expect so because one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is like, you know, so when Fallout 4 came out, uh, it came out and it was like, you know, version 1.0, right? Starfield comes out and it's like version like two point something, something, something. You know, they've been continuously updating it before the game even came out. Yeah. More and more versions, just making sure it's polished, making sure there's as least amount of bugs as possible. And I think they succeeded in that. But if you really believed like that, uh, you know, this was going to be a generation finding game, number one, you were fair to believe that based on everything that we've been shown and told or whatever. But unfortunately, I think Bethesda bit off more than they can chew. When it, when it came to everything that they were trying to say, there were there's very basic things that Todd Howard like talked about in the gameplay showcases that are not in the game. Like one random example that just yeah, it's not like you know end of the world game breaking for me. It's like all right, that's kind of disappointing because like it was gonna feel a lot more immersive to do this. You can't just simply fly down to a planet like he said. Like, you can't just pick a spot on a planet and fly down to it. So it does have set landing points. It has set landing points, well, and it just sticks you in space. Like, if you can try going as quickly as you can at that planet, and you're just, like, I guess hitting an invisible wall. Like, you you cannot get closer to the planet. Sure, you the have game's to. not just processing? Uh, yeah. I, trust me, I did I, it long enough where it would not work. Okay. I will say, that in regards to that, in uh, one one review in particular that I, uh, I watched, uh, which I think... I think because uh, it, it was well. talked about in the Discord and that. Yeah. Uh, in that video, he did kind of mention, or he he mentioned that you could kind of land wherever. I don't know if that's just like specific planets or if certain areas you can't. But he did mention that you could land on areas of the planet, but it wouldn't let you do it if it. I don't know how it looks visually when you're trying to do it hmm. or fly at the planet of that, but he, he did mention you couldn't do it if it was in an area that you wouldn't normally be able to land. That is correct. So if it like. Uh, I guess like mountains and shit around, or like yeah. lake or something like that. You wouldn't be able to. It wouldn't let you do it there. Yeah, that and is correct. I have no i no concept for what flying a ship down to a planet looks like in this game. Yeah, no, that is correct because like one thing that I did just out of you know you know I'm curious, right? Is I did go. Uh, land on Earth. Uh, there is no points of interest to land on. It just kind of let me land anywhere. I couldn't stay there. I, did, I didn't have the proper gear. Even with the, even with the base spacesuit you have, uh, the, the planet's just completely desolate, kind of like it's actually going to be here and uh, be at some point. Um, but yeah, like, you know, so it did kind of let me land anywhere. Like when I was trying to, I was picking different areas, like one area, it's just like, okay, this is like a frozen tundra. I was like, this area is like a desert, whatever. So like that, you know, that part was kind of interesting and stuff. Um, but you know, whenever like, you can't just like immerse, it doesn't, like you don't get to have the immersive experience of like going down to a planet, kind of like what it was constantly talked about. And then when it comes to all the different planets, like, you know, and going into the different areas to land in, you know, 
I don't know exactly how big these areas actually are like it was kind of made out to be. Because, like, I know one thing is, like, New Atlantis is the biggest city they ever met. Yeah, it's definitely fucking big. And it's probably, yeah, I'd definitely say it's bigger than anything I've seen on, like, Skyrim or, like, ESO or, you know, Fallout. But it's just, like, how big is it really? Like, that's where I have questions. Because, like, you know, looking around, it's like, I feel like I'm very on rails. Um, you know, when it comes to this game, it, it, it never has, uh, in my opinion, it doesn't. Because, again, I'm eight hours in, and I don't ever feel like I had that moment. The game also doesn't have that, um, that door-opening moment of where it's like you're in the game. You know what I mean? Like you can very easily and accidentally get stuck on rails of the story because it doesn't have that moment of where it's like you're in the game, go do whatever. Gotcha. You, know, you have to kind of take you have to take yourself off the rails yourself, um, and then you know even jumping off the rails, who you're playing some dangerous games in some area. Because one thing about all the you know, which is totally understandable. I'm not saying this is a negative. Is that with all the different uh, areas to go through across the map, it is definitely like warning you up front. It's like, hey, buddy. You know, I see you're like level seven. This area is like level 50. Just giving you the heads up. It's like, I better not go over there. I'll probably get fucked up. Uh, so like, you know, right, you know, you could easily go do it and just kind of cheese your way through it at some capacity. But, you know, you, you know, you do. There is a lot of on rail experience for, in my opinion, that it feels like, even though it's a very supposed to be a huge immersive game. Um, you know, when it comes to what Bethesda was trying to accomplish with this game, you know, there's a lot of things that are very fascinating that they've done with the with the general Bethesda uh, formula. Like, you know, like the shipbuilding stuff is incredible, even though I haven't really had to jump into it as much as I've wanted to uh, yet because I don't have all the ship parts yet because I'm still trying to get money to get more stuff. Uh, like, there, you know, the crew aspect is really cool. Uh, that's pretty fascinating. You know, uh, it's but, uh, you know, other than other than like those couple things, like it, it, it really is just a Bethesda game. I mean, you have your main quest. You have your factions. I've started two different factions as of now, going through the faction quest, or at least getting them started. Uh, I've, I've kind of already forced myself off the main rails of the Constellation storyline. Um, but, you know, one thing that uh, I personally feel as of now when it comes to this game, and this may just be a personal thing, like no one may not really give a shit about this, and it's just kind of whatever, because it's like, big space game let's go is that i don't I, as of now and it's again it's early into the constellation uh storyline but like i feel like every other kind of game that we've had up to this point i feel like it's always been kind of established of really what your overall grand scheme of this game is supposed to be while this game is essentially just like you're just trying to figure out what the artifacts are you know that's, that's all you're really trying to do like you basically get like you, you when you find the first artifact in your first mission, right? Your 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 prologue mission, and it basically gives you like a uh, you know Mass Effect you know sort of vision that Shepard had in Mass Effect One, and it's just like it doesn't really give you a vision of like a warning or anything. It's just like you're getting ripped through space is all the how it's kind of described in the game, and literally your story is just like figure out what you know find the artifacts like you know yeah it's just a bunch of fetch quests that that's your story is fetch quest so like the game not having like i guess a way to put it not having like an antagonist not having a big bad like your antagonist i guess are some space pirates okay you know? like not having a, a true goal for the story i feel like is kind of dragging the story down which story is not supposed to be the selling point for these games it's a huge factor but the huge fact, you know, the, the main selling point is just the open world, the expansive world. But that, that, that is something that's kind of dragging it down a little bit. I mean, even from reviews that I've seen, including the one that, you know, you're referring to, even they set up front, it's like, you know, the main story is very lackluster. You're going to have a lot more fun with the faction quests, you know, just for in terms of um, general story stuff. Uh, no, Dave, no, I did not. 
Uh, he asked if I named my character Commander Shepard. No, I did not. Uh, that is, you know, I did, th- I did consider it, but no. Uh, you would have named it Garrus first. That's true. Um, but you know, the, the big thing that, you know, Bethesda was trying to accomplish making this like this generation defining game, you know, I, I thought about this a lot over just the past couple days. And in my opinion, as of now, I would say it's not that generation defining experience, but here's the thing. I think the game has the potential to be a generation defining game, but here's the kicker. It's not going to be because of Bethesda. I truly think it's just going to be because of mods like I like legit. Uh, you know, I mean, this game is going to have full mod support by the Bethesda, by Microsoft, and with just like how wide and vast this map is and this universe of over a thousand planets. I mean, y- you can't sit here and tell me that, you know, that modders, very skilled modders are just going to, you know, yoink one of the planets out and completely redesign it, you know, into something completely explorable top to bottom with like a huge quest line or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if, like, given a year from now, there's going to be a planet that's going to be literally freaking Skyrim or Cyrodiil or Morrowind or, you know, the area that Fallout 4 takes place or Fallout 3 or New Vegas. You know, I'm not going to be surprised if any of that's a thing at some point. Like, they, you know, they just yoink one of the thousands of planets and just makes it a whole new thing with a full storyline. That's all stuff that I think is probably going to happen at some point, especially with the mod support. And I think over time, like, you know, let's say five years or so, I think this game will continue to become a generation-defining game, but it's going to be because of mod support more than anything. I think the base product that Bethesda has given us is a very very good game. Let me stress that. It's not a bad game. It is a good game. It is worth playing. It is worth the review scores that it's got. But I don't think it's that generation-defining experience as of now. Uh, and I think ultimately Bethesda did bite off more than they can chew. And it's also, in my opinion, uh, again, it's early impressions, but in my mind, I don't, I don't, it's going to be a nominee, but I don't think it's game of the year. I think game of the year is either Baldur's Gate 3 or Tears of the Kingdom. Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder. Shout out to that direct. Um, but I mean, like, again, it's a very fun game. If you, uh, if you're just a Bethesda fan and you are itching for a new Bethesda experience, you will love this game. But if you are wanting that next step for Bethesda, you're going to get it in some capacities, but in other capacities, you're not because like I had, like John said in that clip, you know, it's just the same game that Bethesda's always created, but now with space theme. You know, uh, that that's that's what this game is like. You know, if you jump in and you play it even eight hours like me and I, I probably the 20 hour mark too, like that's what this game is, which is a positive for a lot of people and it can be a negative for others. You know what I mean? Um, you know, one thing that I said a lot about this game uh, up to its release is if this game is anything less than an absolute masterpiece, I've personally viewed it as it was going to be a fail, uh, failure by Microsoft and Xbox. This game is going to s- sell very well because people obviously bought, paid for early access and stuff. People wanted the physical edition, which, it, you know, that's fair. And, it, and overall, it's going to be deemed a, you know, success to an extent. But at the same time, this is not, in my opinion, their crowning achievement. Like, I, I mean... One of the big things about this game that I, I can imagine some people considered is like, was is this game going to like dethrone Skyrim as like their game? And I say no. I, I think in terms of Bethesda games at their peak, I mean, I would still say Skyrim is going to potentially be that game. In terms of you saying that it's still going to sell, I mean, within their first few hours on Steam, they had over 234,000 yep. people on right. early access. Yeah. Which you had to pay at least a hundred dollars for the early access. Yeah, yeah. If it was on, uh, yeah, on Steam, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's it's gonna make sales, you know. 
uh, you know, it, it, it's going it's going to make sales and continue to make sales, and then you know all the the player base that's going to play it on Wednesday when it has the official release. Um, Game for, Pass, baby. Yeah, for Game Pass. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's gonna it's going to be a success. But uh, is it going to hold the test of time? Like, let's say Skyrim. Ah, eh, that's going to be debatable. That's well, going to be a we'll see. The other thing we got to look at with it is, and uh, th- I mean, this is gonna this is more of just kind of a will it hold the test of time? Like, just in response to that is just, I mean, the game's the game is in its first couple days. So yeah, it's yeah. like, and we it's like uh, we've been of the opinion of. This game needs to absolutely stick the landing. It needs to be everything they wanted it to be or that they said it was going to be for it to be like this massive or like to call it a win necessarily. Mm -hmm. But that's partially because of everything else that's come this year and still to come this year. Yep. Uh, But the thing is, it's like they're... It's like Bethesda's in no way, shape, or form done with this game. I agree. Oh, by they, far not. It's like they're they're gonna they're gonna be working on this one probably for the next couple years. Yeah. It's like we'll be seeing updates to it for a long time. So yeah. It's like it's like they're cl- clearly there are gonna be a lot of people very happy and having no issues with the game. Then you're gonna have people who are complaining about like planets. Kind of the stuff that I was talking about yeah. at the beginning of the year, uh, and I hundred percent see them like addressing that, updating, adding some additional stuff to it, adding more storylines, yeah, yeah, things like that, more things to do. In my mind, that's a hundred percent happening. True. So it's it's one of those where a year from now, it's it it may not be a completely different game, but it'll be a much more involved game, right. I mean, just look at what they've done with Fallout 76. Yeah, that's true. I think it's had a turnaround. Yeah. I mean, all I've gotten from this from you, Alex, is I just need to wait for Outer Worlds 2. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, me going on about it, you know, there's one thing that I really want Outer to Outer Worlds, stress. fantastic space game. Okay. I, I know, it's on I Game know, Pass. I know you okay. love it. I know okay. you love it. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is a good game that I have a, I have a lot of problems with that game. But they have nothing to do with gameplay. It's it's well, some of it's to do with gameplay, but the actual mechanics of playing the game are great. Yes. Playing the game is fine. I I have a lot of dislikes about that game. I mean I could see why. It's it's very much a slightly niche game. It's like it it's one of those things where it's like for me, Outer Worlds is one of those ones where it's like Man, I see everybody talk about this being like a ten out of ten or a nine out of ten or something. Oh, I don't think yeah. that, but well, it's like it's it's like as far it's as it's highly as, rated. as far as like RPGs over the past like decade or so, it's highly yes. ranked. And I played it and I was like, Man, I'm having a lot of fun. Couple things are pissing me off about it. Yeah, I could see why. <laughs> yeah. Uh and you know, one thing that I do also want to, to stress when it comes to like my personal thoughts on Starfield. Like, I personally really enjoy the game. I'm just trying to, like, take a step back from that, you know, and just kind of look at it realistically, where it's like, while, you know, by the time I'm done with it, I may give it, like, a 9 out of 10, maybe even a 10 out of 10, but I look, me looking at it realistically, like, I get how it got an 88 on Metacritic. You know what I mean? I get it. You know, I get why, you know, um, IGN gave it a 7, you know? I get it. You know, I I understand why. Like, I see it. But I still think it's a great game. Again, if you wanted just a 
an amazingly polished Bethesda experience, you're going to get it with this game. Like, if you're a Bethesda fan, you're going to enjoy the game, period. Uh, I just think, you know, if your expectations was ungodly sky high, eh, you might feel a little disappointment. You know, that that's ultimately my kind of thoughts on the game. Early impression, though. Yeah, I'll be... I'll- I'll probably be perfectly happy playing it because yeah, my expectations have be- been mediocre the whole time. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll surpass any expectations that you've had. I'll play it and I'll, I'll come in next week and be like, the game's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is the greatest game ever. You know, uh, you know, and like I said, it, it is a good game. Uh, very good game. Uh, very much recommended. Hey, but- you know, at some point during the year, I, there had to be a game that like I have, I don't have the best expectations for that surprises me because so far, not been a great year for me. <laughs> I had a lot of high expectations. It was disappointing. Yeah. And then August came. Oh, yeah. August is fucking awesome. Then we had <laughs> Woe Long in between there. Oh, yeah. That was that, that, one, that was a weird one. Yeah. That was a weird little blip in time, but it still happened. It was still a good time to, a, to an extent, yeah. But, I mean, again, overall, Starfield, very fun. Uh, definitely should recommend... I definitely recommend checking out on when it comes out for Game Pass, if you've got Game Pass... And uh, like I said, we'll chat about it again next week, um, you know, because very early impressions for me. It's kind of unfair to judge, but this is just my early impressions of the game so far. Um, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm constantly looking forward to playing more. Right now I'm doing, uh, I think the uh, was, I think, I think the, the faction is called the Star Rangers. I think I'm currently kind of messing with that right now. You can I'm... only be human in that game, right? Yep. Damn. Yeah, that yeah, was... You're, you're humans leaving Earth. Yeah. Human. That's that's the story. Yeah. I can't be a secret gremlin that always was on the surface. No, no. Uh, yeah, humans uh, ditched. So Earth. wait, question: Is the customization settings still insane as it usually is in a Bethesda game? It's pretty. It's it's pretty solid. I've yeah. seen I've seen some pretty pretty crazy characters. Okay, so yeah. it doesn't matter if I'm human if I can make my character look ridiculous. Cool. Yeah, I mean it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. But yeah, humans only. Thought that was kind of weird. A weird approach too. Is that only humans? But it is what I it mean, is. based on the setting, it makes sense, but still. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, no I don't it, know. Still, Baldur's Gate 3. feel like playing anything by humans still. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've made a human character no, yet. No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm... Uh, no, I haven't, made a, I haven't made a base human. I made though. a fucking Gianthi sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a tiefling sorcerer. got a half-orc fighter. I got a dragonborn sorcerer. Got a half orc druid. That was druid. That's dude. Buddy might play druid in our campaign. Druid's fun. He just uh, we we're past level six now, so you unlock new forms. Oh god, <laughs> they're fucking druid. Looks fucking fun. It's like it's a shame you can't get a AI campaign companion. All you get is house, and he only joins you for like a couple fights. Well, you can you can respec him if you want. Halson? No, no, the any of the other c- companions. Oh yeah, you're you can right. You can't be whatever the you fuck can't. you want to be. I forget about that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, when we were playing earlier, we were. Uh, my buddy was. By like, the way, screw Starf- Starfield. Yeah. I mean, we, we reached the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we were playing earlier. Buddy of mine was like, because he, he's been playing like Spore Druid, so he uses Wild Shape Charges to like gain a bunch of temporary yeah. hit points and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he was like, you know what? Maybe I'll try out Wild Shape or that. We go into like this little tunnel and we're like walking around down there and uh i turn and look and there's just an owlbear jumping across <laughs> the screen yes <laughs> also on my uh on my fighter because uh 
I'm the uh, Eldritch Knight fighter. Okay. B- bitch, I can jump a long way. Oh, I bet. I, uh, I was just having fun earlier because I replaced one of my spells, took Log Strider. <laughs> <laughs> I can jump past my screen. What's your strength score? Just 18. Uh, just 18? You max out at 20, man. So, I mean, yeah. you have almost max jump. Just 18. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not even twenty, and I could pretty much jump past my screen. And jump's a bonus action. But yeah, the, I was there was at one point where like uh, a couple of them were like AFK, do, like getting coffee or getting breakfast yeah. or something, and I'm just jumping around a town from rooftop to rooftop, <laughs> yeah, just being like, I protect the city from the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Now I just want to make a rogue fighter so I can do that. Dress him up as Batman. I was just jumping around like that. I was having a fucking blast while they were. I I could. I was just having a a a fun time, just dicking off in town. Yeah, I don't know why. I have several characters that all I've done is gotten off the friggin' mind flare ship, but I just wanted to make characters. That's what I've been doing. I just have new characters created that I'm just. I'm like, all right, make like start a new game, make character, customize. Okay, exit out. Let's make a new character. Yeah, I don't know what character I want to make next. I haven't decided yet. I'm down to two. I know what I know. What one of my next two characters are going to be. But I was debating about because you, you you know you mentioned us playing a co op game and then you're the last person to think about it. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I know Christina's ready. I'm ready. He's ready. I'm I'm, I'm at all times ready. <laughs> Christina's definitely at all times ready right now. Let me tell you. She is uh, simping hard. Got a Discord call this morning with my buddies. And one of them was like, okay, you guys want to play uh, Baldur's Gate 3 or something else? I'm like taking a drink. And he goes, we're playing Baldur's Gate 3, by the way. I just wanted to give the option. <laughs> <laughs> and I came back and I was like, I am at all times going to say yes to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> no, it, I'm I'm going to be really excited to see uh, Game of the Year stuff later this year because I think it's I I think at this point I st- I'm I'm still under the impression I'm telling it's Baldur's you now, Gate 3 Alex, and Tears of the Kingdom. Whatever group we start with, we're destroying the Grove. I don't care. Okay, I've already done it once. I'll do it again. I'll do it again too. <laughs> well, that's not even fair, John. You've mur- you guys murdered everybody, not just the Grove. You murdered the Goblin Camp too. Yeah, but goblins are bad. Yes, but y'all left nobody left on that map. There is no faction left. No, I went. <laughs> I went back to the grove. There is one guy in there sleeping. <laughs> oh my god, you left one. <laughs> that poor I went back. I went back, and I was like, because uh, we were we were doing one of the sub quests where it's like you create. I think it's create the masterwork weapon. Yeah, we wanted to make a great sword, but we didn't have. A, we couldn't fight a great sword because <laughs> you need a base version mm-hmm. of the weapon. So I was like, let me go check the grove. There's a bunch of bodies over there. <laughs> Went to pick loot from a couple bodies, and a dialogue came up. I was like, the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just some dude taking a nap. Someone survived. <laughs> <laughs> My next question was, did you then murder him? <laughs> no, I left him. Oh, wow. <laughs> bunch of, he, he wants to hang out in that place where it's just a bunch of corpses and poison, like poison clouds. Be my guest. Have a good night, Dave. I took everything from there that I wanted. <laughs> you are the lucky one. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, all right, so next I'll hit on uh, Fort Solace or Solace. Again, I've heard it pronounced both ways. You know, I will say Just one thing. I could pick one and stick to it. I've been calling it Solace. That's what, that's, that's what I've been calling it personally. 
Uh, so one thing that's actually really disappointing, uh, the fact that I haven't beat this game yet because the story is only like four to five hours. If that gives oh, you, that's short. If that gives you any idea about just how busy I've been recently, where I haven't had much time to play, I'm. I think there's four or five chapters, and I'm on chapter three. I think is where I stopped I playing. I thought he was going to say two. No, 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 <laughs> no. I think I think I'm almost done with three at this time. Um, but all, you know, overall, the one thing this game and it's it's the first game by this studio. They're an in- indie studio. Ten developers made the game in two years, no delays. Uh, the one thing that immediately that I, I want to throw out there that I think they absolutely nailed is, man, they did they nail the environment. The environment is feels so good, like it gives you that just spooky I'm vibe. Fucking likely, yeah, for you, yeah, for you. Uh, play, a, play a fucking like horror game. It's like, yeah, the environment's beautiful. Fuck off. I don't mean it's beautiful. I mean it's just like, man, it, it pulls you in. I mean, it, it's incredible. Like. You know, music cues, just you know, the, the track, nope. the soundtracks itself, it, it it nails it in every way. The one most random complaint that I have, and it's funny because I've seen other people bitch about this too, is this game is the finest example of a walking simulator that I've ever seen. <laughs> because there is no jog, there is no running, even in the most intense situations, your guy is just gonna walk casually everywhere you go. General story, though, uh, you know, you are, um, you know, Jack, his name is Jack Leary. It's played by Roger Clark, who played as, you know, Arthur Morgan, of course, and another character named Jessica. You're on uh, on one end of Mars at a base. You get an emergency signal from Fort Solace, which I thought was kind of weird because Fort Solace is like, you know, a pretty old base, pretty old station. Nothing really kind of comes out of it. Jack goes to investigate, uh, can't find any of the crew. Uh, and then, you know, you just kind of continue to find emails and video logs and everything, of you know, kind of depicting of what kind of went down here uh, or trying to slowly unravel what happened. Uh, and then you find like your first dead body of one of the crew members. Why you still, you can't, if you, if you show up and nobody's, nobody's responding. Yep. Why the fuck do you keep going in? See, because that, John, this is the start of every goddamn Metroid game ever. Yeah. yeah and you, you know, know, you can, you can go, you can leave. Yeah. You know, that was, you know what you right now, you're Jessica, because Jessica didn't go. Jessica stayed yeah, on the call. she's comms. fucking smart. She is. She kept telling Jack, just like, "Hey, we we've already called like the base. Like they're going, they're going to be there in the morning. They're going. Like you just need to leave, Jack." Jack's like, "You know, I can't leave. I got to figure this out." <laughs> it's just like I don't think that's smart. <laughs> Were you a hard boiled detective in our little life? <laughs> Basically, um, no, no. that's why. This is why in like a horror movie scenario, I'm living. Yeah, exactly. And see, I'm, I'm living. You're, you're, and also with the whole like, you know, you know, I you you know, I can't leave. I have to figure this out. Dude's literally starting vacation like the next day. So he's dead. Yeah, Jackson. He's like, just that's immediately a yeah like flag and just like you're dead. Yeah, like I mean, it, what, how what what is this dude's work ethic though? Where he's going on vacation and he's like. They're calling me in at the late into the <laughs> evening time to time to go in. It's like I clock out in two minutes. Hey Jack, we got an emergency. I'm there. Yeah, that's yeah. basically it. That's yeah, basically like, it. Meanwhile, the everyday person is like, it's it's a Wednesday. They go on vacation. It's like their vacation yep. starts at the end of Friday, and they're like, Nah, I can't do that. I'm I'm going on vacation. Yep. It's like I I got plans next week. Yeah, I'm asking for it by Friday. No, kind of swamped. <laughs> yep. When I'm, uh, I retire in two days. Yeah. No, I mean that's basically it. And you know he. He's powering through the damn thing, trying to unravel the mystery, which I haven't fully unraveled the mystery. I had a lot of different expectations. The game is very heavy-handing on one potential theme, 
and I even I before you know doing this show, I tried to like find something on story spoilers just so I at least knew, so I could say like, oh yeah, this is it or whatever. Still don't know anything, but the game is very in your face about like zombies. So like, and like the more that you find out, like as you're digging through the first couple chapters, it's like you dig through like uh, Wyatt Taylor, who is played by Troy Baker. You go through; he was the medical officer at Fort Solace. You're digging through his emails and his records about how other people at Fort Solace is getting infected by something. So like, it's very to me heavy handed. Like, okay, it's probably gonna be zombies. You know, you and Jessica are making jokes about zombie movies and shit like that. Like, it's in your fucking face that it's zombies, and then it's not. See, here's my thing: it's always horror stuff. It's like some random creatures and whatnot. I always hate. Hope for space vampires every time. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> sitting here and I'm thinking, like, putting in your notes that people are getting infected in that. Yep. It's like, bitch, you're on Mars. Take that bitch out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one's going to ever know. Take them outside. No one will fucking hear yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, t- just take that bitch outside. It's like, just get it over with. It's like, good service to, to the. It's like, you do a service to the human race at that point. <laughs> Basically. Okay, what, what are we? It's like you're in fucking bars. What are you gonna do? You gonna quarantine these bitches in your in your station that you have to work and live at? Nah, yep. fuck that. Yep. No. Uh, again, I, what exactly you know happened John, at I'm glad this base? I'm not sure. If we're ever in like a virus situation, we need to take account. So I'll be always, ruthless. I, I can always <laughs> John count. On, will be I can ruthless. always count on you. All right, we got John over there ready to pop somebody's head off. What are we gonna do? <laughs> John's a team player. <laughs> so it's like I have I'd have you bitches afraid to cough. <laughs> no, I mean uh, overall the game's not terrible. You know, I saw that it got like a sixty-eight <laughs> endorsement. Yeah, it got like a sixty-eight on Metacritic. The game's not terrible. I mean, it's only like thirty bucks. I mean, like I think it's only worth- thirty bucks, motherfucker, for a five-hour game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. I guess depending <laughs> depending on the quality and experience. I mean, really, I mean, I mean, hell, we've paid, people have paid more for the same. I mean, that's true. I mean, AAA products that have released at like 60 bucks that are like seven hours. I mean, I paid 60 bucks for Alien Colonial Marine, so. There you go. Yeah. That was was just an L the whole way around. (laughs) That was a rough one. No, I mean, it, I, it's not It's not a terrible game. You know, there are choices that matter. Uh, I did kind of see where, you know, depending on choices that uh, that you make or uh, can also result in Jack's fate. So, I mean, I like that. Choices are always cool. But in terms of, like, the general story about what happened, still a mystery as of now. Again, I thought it was going to be like zombies because they talked about infected shit. But there was also a lot of... Um, distrust and some issues amongst the entire crew that was there. Like you, you saw some very uh, condescending emails. This just sounds people. like a stranger's point of view of a game of town of Salem. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know nothing about this game. We're completely ruining it. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I'm not going to have a ringing endorsement about this game or anything. So you're fine. Well, you haven't finished it yet. I and then not. you haven't finished your second playthrough to see the other storyline options you can go with. That's true. That's true. Um, walk your way across Mars a few times. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll pass with how fast they fucking they walk, man. I'm good. <laughs> that was one of my first comments, like 15 minutes in. I'm like, is it going to give me a jog button? Can I at least get a jog, please? Nope. Cannot. But, I mean, it, it's not bad so far. Uh, it, it's just not great. But it's not bad. Uh, all right, Zach, what's Stray Gods? So Stray Gods. I saw you hop on that earlier this yes. week. Yes. So Stray Gods is the role-playing musical. So 
I'm not gonna lie. I saw you play as soon as you like put it in the Discord. I was you like, looked it up. I, I I didn't even look it up really. I was like, hey, he's probably playing on Steam. What is it? I just saw musical, and I was like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See what he's got to fucking say about this one. So it is a very heavily narrative story. It's more or less sort of a choose your own adventure style narrative of you play as Grace, who is your main character. It starts you in some auditorium where a best a band she's part of is doing auditions and it's a bunch of shitty people. Mm-hmm. And more or less it finishes out the night with them not doing anything. She apparently had something bad happen recently. Her friend Freddie was trying to cheer up. They peace out. She hangs around, starts singing. And this random woman uh, shows up named Calliope and starts singing with her and all this stuff and sets off these events. And the uh, musical part of it is pretty much... And any scene, the big like drama moment or combative moment you would get, it's all done in the form of music and singing. And based on your time choices during the scene, it changes how Grace is singing because it's like, I forget what the traits are actually called, but it's three traits. There's the smart trait, which um, I haven't chose a lot of that, so I'm not entirely sure how the music goes, but it's each trait, depending on how you do it, changes the tone of the music. Because there's also Badass, which I've been doing, which does heavy rock tunes and everything. And her line, singing lines are always more aggressive. And then um, there's the Friendly one, which is more, from everything I've told, sort of the more traditional like musical style, theater singing, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so far very entertaining of just seeing all this. Because the whole thing is, she meets Calliope, has this moment with Calliope. She then goes away, goes to her house a couple hours later. Calliope shows up, dying, dies in her hands. Big magic orb comes out of her, goes into Grace. Grace is now a god. And she's now the last muse within the world because gods are apparently still living amongst everyone. Okay, mm-hmm. this makes way more sense now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and because the gods each have a power, the power of the last muse is that she can force people to sing out their sort of uh, not necessarily emotions, but sort of how they're feeling about a situation and whatnot, and turns into a magical battle of singing in these situations. So, I mean, I've been having very entertaining, and it's got all everyone's favorite uh, voice actors in it. I mean, Felicia Day, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson. Oh, really? All oh, Just yeah. all the lines of voice actors we know, because there's actually a lot of voice actors, and they're all singing. So what okay. does this game look like? Is this like a visual novel, or is uh, this like an actual like move think like around? Tell, telltale style. Oh, okay. okay, okay, yeah, okay. that makes way more sense. Yeah, because you said choose your own adventure at first, and I was trying to figure out how the fuck this was making sense when you were just like turning pages. Yeah, I gotcha. Because th- for some reason, that's where my brain went. I'm like, this is a weird concept for just a bunch of reading. Yeah, no, it's a Telltale style, so all the characters are moving around in full okay. uh, 2D, 2.5. Because okay. I just I couldn't picture it. And then it's great because whenever the musical starts, it's just full-on scenes now because the magic's activated. Because there's a whole, like, one of the first ones is uh, full-on Grace. It's a discussion of between Grace after she's just dealt with the chorus, which is the Council of Gods who have decided that she needs to die because they don't know if she's a murderer of Calliope or not. Um, she goes back to her apartment, sees her roommate and friend Freddy, and then Pan, the satyr, shows up. Um, and he's just like, hey, I hear you're going to die. Need a friend? 
And more or less, it just becomes a singing battle of whether she's going to stay on her own, stick with Freddy, or hang out with Pam. And I mean, again, based on your style song choice, the scenes change, so there's quite a bit of replayability. How long is the game? Don't know. Okay. I know I'm at least in Act 2. Um, Act 1 was a decent length. Because um, it goes through days. Act 1... Act 1 was pretty much just day 1. Act 2, I'm assuming, is going to be all day 2. But several things happen. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes. Glad you're enjoying it. It's very good. Yes. I saw narrative and I went musical. I went, fuck yeah. <laughs> that is Zach's, that is Zach's <laughs> range. Yeah. Narrative music. That is 100% Zach's sort of game. Nice. Are you going to make a video on it? Yeah. Maybe. I don't really know how good a video would be on for that one. Hmm. Yeah, just maybe talking about it. You know, general review kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. Shout out to Zach's video. Getting over it. Got, they got another one for dead length. It's going to be coming out soon, too. Got to finish it. All I need is a grappling hook now. Yeah. No, Dead Link actually did look like a really sick game. That's like, very fun. Like I, I've real, I, I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed watching that video. Just like different, like the grappling hook was pretty trolly. Like that was pretty trolly. <laughs> looked, like that looked pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. No, and I, I was watching some other reviews on Dead Link too, where some people were just like, you know, this is my best FPS shooter that came out this year so far. It's just like, damn, okay. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it actually it's looks... A, it's a Twitch shooter, so if you're yeah. like in a Doom or Quake or anything like that, you're probably going to like Dead Link. Yeah. No, it looks pretty sick. Uh, but no, yeah, maybe you should do a video on uh, Straight Guns too, just talking about it, whatever. Maybe get some more eyes on it kind of we'll thing. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, boys, you got anything else that you want to chat about? Fucking Payday 3. Uh, yeah, Payday 3. I'm hyped for it now. Oh, the only reason for it is because fucking they started doing live action trailers again, and they released the first one for Payday 3 this past week. Mm -hmm. Like on, I think it was like either last Saturday or something like that. And yeah, no, it's just them heisting and whatnot. And the best part of that video is fucking Chains, because I watch it every night before I go to sleep. As they're running in, telling everyone to get on the ground, Chains goes behind the counter, sees a guy, just... Full on, Spartan kicks the fucker into a desk. Like, dude, fully committed. He jumps back, hits the desk hard. <laughs> you watch that every night before sleep? Yes, because it's just chains running at the building. Get down, motherfucker! Punt! <laughs> I mean, I've got videos that I go back to quite a lot, but I didn't expect that would be one for you. <laughs> Fucking chains is the best payday character. Every night before bed. That's commitment, everyone. <laughs> Just here, Chase. Get down, motherfucker. Payday <laughs> oh, 3 comes out this month, right? Yes. Okay. I think it was like, what, middle of the month or something like that? Fuck. Yep. What? This quarter, is, this quarter of the year is great. It is. And which is funny because <laughs> it's, it's too good. Which is funny because apparently, so they just finished up their 10th year anniversary uh, event in Payday 2. And with it, anyone who completed or joined it have now gained a dead game hoodie and mask to put on their characters, mm. which they're more or less saying like, I think their servers are still going to be up. They're like, but they're more or less saying like, this is going to be a dead game because people are going to go over to Payday 3, hopefully. Yeah. 
Uh, I, you know, with John, with what you just said about uh, this quarter is great. I saw a tweet about that from someone that I follow, where it's just like, you know, here recently we've got you know Baldur's Gate, uh, Starfield's about to come out, Spider Man Two's around the corner. We got Payday, you know, Mario RPG remake, Mario Wonder, and you know Sonic Superstars. He's like, we as gamers, we are truly blessed right now. However, our wallets are not. And I'm just like, bro, I feel that. <laughs> Man. I feel that. <laughs> we had like two or three years of nothing, so we needed it eventually. We were going to hit it eventually. We knew yeah, we were. Yeah. I will say, you know, I've had Game Pass for a long time. Yep. And a lot of times I haven't used it to its potential. God bless Game Pass right now. <laughs> 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 the amount of games that are coming out that I'm like, I could. Pass. It's like I could pay seventy to ninety dollars for that game, but it's downloaded on Game Pass. It's like I can download it on Game Pass. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Game Pass, man. Game Pass is such a great service. God, it's such a great service, dude. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a play, I'm a play Starfield on it. Yep. I think Payday's coming to it. Yep. <laughs> so I'll be playing it there. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I'm honestly really debating just going ahead and paying for Payday Three on PC. Oh, really? I, it's one of those things where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna try it, make sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure it's what I want it to be. Yeah, and then I'll. It's like cause I have no problem like buying it or like playing a game on Game Pass, and I'm like I really enjoy this game, and then I'll buy it. Yeah, like on Steam or something as well. Because mm-hmm. it's like I, I mean, as long as they don't fuck up the formula that they've mastered for. Ten, oh, yeah. oh yeah, which it's they've like, bounced out for ten years and just added some new stuff, like the whole sliding mechanics and oh, everything. Yeah. It's like just updating everything, at, like r- making the new new game. Because I've been watching that live action trailer, I've been seeing all the like people who got early copies of it and doing sponsored videos for Payday Three, and which looks like they've really overhauled like the uh, ability to stealth because like you can like now possible do whole heist without even having to put your mask on. Yeah, in full stealth. So. Yeah, I I I would assumed that a lot of that stuff would be improved upon. It's just one of those where I'm like, man, I kind of want to, I want to get my hands on it before I commit to yeah, that's the money. fair. Because these, it's like, like Alex said, these days, man, games are expensive, especially when they're just hitting bang, bang, bang. Yeah, and it's just hitting you one after another. It's 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 relentless. You know? No, it's bad. I had to think the other day. I went, where the fuck can I? pre-order several collector's editions without having to pay it all in full. Because I'm looking at Tekken 8 and then the two soda ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, like what? Not paid in full up front? Correct. Uh, GameStop. That's the only place I can think of, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got for you is, is just hit up GameStop. You can do the $5 down and then pay the rest of it when it comes out. Well, not with collector's editions. No, what is it? What is the down? Uh, Well, they may still be $5 down, but I know it used to be like 20 or something like that well it was five dollars down for fire emblem uh for me so it may still be five bucks for gotcha. just any of them so that, that'd be your best bet yeah uh you boys got anything else that we want to chat about this week going once going twice did you see that vampire survivors was getting a multiplayer add-on i didn't yeah that's a thing i don't know why you would want that the it's like, at least for me, the point of that game, like that game and games that are like it, are like, it's just something you can knock out in 30 minutes by yourself and have fun every time. Yeah. I don't know why you would want more people with that. Yeah, it was just something I saw because I don't, 
I didn't fully read the article, but it was saying something that it was getting it. I don't know if it was in a mod or like they were actually adding it to the game. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to add it because they've, I mean, that game blew up. That dude, that dude done he well created for himself. a whole off. freaking new genre. He, he's yeah. done well for himself off of, off of that. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a little, like a nice little, like $3 find in a, like just browsing one day and then it blew the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. New heights. Yeah. Steve popped in. He said, pay me Bethesda. So true. That character looked just like you, man. Like besides like maybe I guess like the soul patch part was the only thing that was, you know, was a little bit different. Other than that, everything else was like identical. See, the only thing Steve is you have would have to prove that they referenced you in some form or fashion. Cause Steve's just like, I'll just hold up a picture of me. <laughs> that doesn't prove they use that though as reference. Yeah, I think I, I think when I make my character on Starfield, I might just make a freak. Do it. I don't That's normally make freaks. Might try it. Make a freak. Do it, man. Have a good time. You can get some good old rotten teeth going. I'm pretty sure that was an option. Was rotten teeth. So really, you know, just make a, make a freak of a character. Different hairstyles, different colors, man. Just have fun with it. Yeah, we'll see. You know, deform your eyes into weird shapes. Have a good time, man. Have a good time. Uh, boys, you ready for the weekly wrap up? Sure. Okay. All right. So, first thing for the weekly wrap up is that it was voted unanimously to send strike authorization for the video game industry. Companies included are Insomniac, Disney, WB, uh, Epic, Activision, and EA. Uh, so, just uh, wanted to throw that out there as a friendly heads up in case you start seeing any potential delays with games uh, because, you know, maybe like uh, just devs or game writers or something or, you know, whatever start, you know, goes on strike as well as with the actors and writers strike that's been currently going on. So, just something to keep an eye on on that one. I could definitely, if, if, if this is going to involve game devs, uh, I could definitely see something come out of Activision. <laughs> I could definitely see something on that one. <laughs> I, I could see something out of Disney, too. I could you see know, EA. Yeah, EA, yeah, EA as well. Uh, the Disney side of things, I'm curious how harsh it is in the video game side, because obviously the show side, we've heard time and time oh, again, yeah. it is brutal for visual effects artists for like the Marvel shows and the Marvel movies. Uh, but I'm curious what it's like on the video game side of things. I feel like the only one on there that might get the pass is maybe Insomniac. I don't know. I, I've always heard nothing but good vibes out of Insomniac, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, it could be, you know, pull back the curtain. Who knows what's back there? Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you see any delays, uh, you know, it's going to probably be because of this. Uh, next up, we did have a uh, Mario Wonder Direct this week. Uh, I kind of watched it. I, I turned it on in the background while I was, you know, driving just to listen to it. Um, didn't even commit to watching it with your full attention. Nope, no, no. You got to be like me and Zach and either commit to not giving a shit or commit to or or commit to an article. <laughs> commit to an article. Uh, I mean, I listened to it. Uh, sounds fun, I guess. Uh, I, I saw some people that have got the chance to play it, and they said it's fantastic. So that's cool. Um, you know, plays Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, two different Toads, uh, like four or five different Yoshi's. Um, and then two other characters that don't get damaged if you want an easy playthrough. Cool. I mean, uh, I mean, it looks like it's going to be a fun Mario game. Um, the story is very straightforward. You know, Mario and the gang go to the Flower Kingdom, New Kingdom, invited by a prince. Bowser comes in, takes the prince, and then Bowser becomes a castle. Yes, he becomes a castle. Like, Bowser is the castle. My thing is he stole a prince? I think it's because of the power of the Wonder Kingdom. Because there's like a wonder flower where you can basically just do anything. 
But Bowser stole the prince. Because he wanted the power. I don't know. I don't know, man. Bowser became a castle. So Bowser, when you Bowser go, can take so whoever So when you go inside, <laughs> my question becomes, are you going to fight Bowser or are you going to fight Bowsette? <laughs> Stop. Because if the devs go hard and it finds out being Bowsette, I will fucking die. I did see some uh, some fan art someone already made of like, you know, Daisy, Peach, Mario, and Luigi, and Daisy being like the unfiltered one asking. She's like, so since he's a castle, are we going inside of him? You know, like, how does that work? And <laughs> yes. Everyone's just like, Daisy, please stop. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I don't know. If you're a Mario fan, looks good. Uh, they also revealed... Um, uh, a new OLED model, um, you know, the Mario Red Edition. The entire Switch is red, like even the back. It's just, it's literally just a red Switch. Uh, dock is red. Yeah, it's a thing, I guess. Probably it should, I would assume, be the last, you know, like special edition OLED they'll launch because uh, another thing we have here in the weekly wrap-up is some uh, more Switch 2 leaks uh, that came out from one uh, reliable uh, leaker that dev kits have been in hands for a while. It, it is backwards compatibility. Uh, new cartridge format. Unsure if that's going to mean it can do DS and 3DS. Uh, it has a new camera feature, and apparently Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, looks and runs like a PS5 game on it, and it could be a launch title. So I don't know if I can believe that for a second. That's that's the sketchy part. That's 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 the sketchy part to me. I'm with you on that one. Based on all the specs that we've seen out of this console, what like, they're that not one's a little hey, weird. what they're not telling you. It's 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 the cutscene that they're watching. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What they're not telling you is the thing went from this to. <laughs> just yeah. all the way across yep but it would run it but you couldn't hold it because it was burning up yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh something else that happened this week that was kind of disappointing to see is uh volition games is shutting down effective immediately r.i.p yeah they will always be only remembered for the original saints row trilogy basically yeah I, effective immediately like they were shut down quick yeah no i remember seeing that because i know a couple months ago i saw where after the sort of Lackluster that was Saints Row. The entire team got put into different projects. Yeah. And they left like maybe a handful of people to just finish up some last minute ap- updates. Yeah. So rest in peace. Uh, next up, they we had have two chances. They fucked them both up. Accurate. Accurate. Uh, next up, we have uh, PlayStation Plus uh, price increased. These are yearly prices. Canceled. Yep. Uh, essential. Been canceled. <laughs> Been canceled. Been canceled. Yep. Uh, Essential is now eighty bucks a year. Plus is now one hundred and thirty-five a year, and premium is now one hundred and sixty dollars a year. Woof! Yeah, I canceled mine a while ago. Uh, yeah, you can't be having these prices like these prices for PlayStation Plus and be releasing as many limited edition controllers in a year <laughs> as you've been doing. Oh man, Cause, cause they keep doing it. Yeah, it's like they keep doing all. Like the, all their big name games, they 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 release some cool shit for. Yeah, and it's like choice has to be made. Yep, Steve said Xbox looking real good now. <laughs> yeah, I mean even you know Game Pass I think is going up. Um, I think or yeah, some, but it's not going to go on that high. Yeah, it's not going that high. Like you know that's the thing that's you know like this is a major increase really. Yeah. Like you know I think premium before was what 120 a year. Uh, that's what I, that's what I got was 120 a year premium. Um, and now it's up to 160. It's like, oof, buddy. So that, that is a very large yeah. increase. I mean, it's Game. a yearly subscription, but that's still a decent chunk to suddenly come out every year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Game Pass, I mean, d- granted, if you get just PC or the Xbox version, it's cheaper, but Ultimate is, if you pay month by month at this point, it's 16.99. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I mean, think about what you get with Game Pass versus like the essential tier or whatever it is for. Which I think I do like a three month and I, I think it's I, like $25 on every three months. It's a uh, 45. Is it 45? Yeah. Yeah. Cause okay. I actually yeah. just had to buy a new f- uh, three month card for me just yesterday. But yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's one of those where it's like you, you compare the two and look at it. It's like, yeah, game passes. I mean, it's fairly pricey, but you need a, a lot more. Yeah. And, and the day one is one of the big catches. Cause like when it comes to PlayStation plus, there are, some day one that's releases the, into the essential tier. Some, but that's, like that's the worst part. Yeah, it's the worst part. It's like you don't want people. It's like they're like, well, if they if they have it here, they won't buy the game. Yeah, but look at how many more subscriptions you'll get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Uh, last thing I had here was 13, 13 Sentinels uh, has now passed over one million copies sold. Woo! So shout out to that. So I need to go back and finish that game. God dang it, Alan. I know, man. I buy games and I don't finish them. It's, I'm terrible. I'm a bad gamer. Uh, but yeah, shout out to the fact it passed one mil. It's pretty sweet. Uh, boys, you got anything else you want to shout out? Any other little news out there that I might have missed? Quite possible. I didn't really have a lot on there. I don't know. Did yeah. I mention Omega Strikers last week? I fucking, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to throw it out there again. Omega Strikers Season 2 is going now. Okay. You mentioned it at one point. I remember you talking about it. I don't remember if it was last week or like the week before. I don't remember something. if it was before cast or at or during cast. I don't know. Alex saying he's a bad gamer, doesn't buy his games, don't finish them. I just was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I've finished a game this year. I've finished a couple. I think I've mm. I think I have. But not not any of the big games. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. How many games have I finished this year? Just one? <laughs> Is Tears Oof. of the Kingdom the only thing I finished this year? <laughs> Fucking oof. <laughs> like, let's see. In, uh, engage. Didn't finish it. Uh, Forspoken. Didn't finish it. Hogwarts Legacy. Didn't finish it. Final Fantasy. Didn't finish it. Fort Solace. Didn't finish it. What else has come out? Uh, that you've played. Yeah. Let me hop in my calendar real quick. I don't know. I've... Let me hop in my calendar because I, I put all the games I'm excited for on my calendar. Let me look. Yeah. I don't know. I just haven't. I've started a lot of games. One Piece and Odyssey. Played. Didn't finish it. The the first half of the year was very much the uh, the time period of me getting eight to ten hours into a game and dropping it. Yeah, I did that for just about every game I played. You're gonna hit that mark with Starfield too. Uh, depends. Resident you know Evil Four didn't finish it. Wait, what'd you buy Resident Evil Four on? Xbox. I'm okay. Yeah, because I did. Yeah, I, I even I I even played Redfall for eight hours. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, also, Mega Man Battle Network Collection. Bought it. Haven't played it once. Oof. Uh, did not play Horizon DLC. Oh, hey, I got Dead one. Island 2. Bought it. Never played it. John, you kind of steered me I away didn't even it. know you played. You bought Dead Island 2. Yep. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Didn't beat it. Oh. <laughs> I got one you can add to that list. What? Uh, he bought Tears of the Kingdom. Dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> I beat it. No, I dropped it. Oh, He's okay. saying he dropped okay. it. Okay. You bought it, and I dropped it. Yeah, that's true. Diablo 4 uh, did not beat it. Loop 8 did not beat it. Uh, Loop 8 was a rough one, though, from my understanding. Oh, yeah, it was, my guy. No, it's such a fascinating concept for a Because I looked at it, but everything I saw about it was like, it's rough. Homie, it I, is. Yeah, I almost bought it like after it came out before he talked about it, because I was just sitting there. I was like, man, I want something to play. I started reading reviews, and I was like, no. No, <laughs> Steve said in all caps, Redfall for eight hours. You have the highest time played in the world. <laughs> That's not true. 
That's not true at all. <laughs> I oh, the only reason that I didn't beat the game and I and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm just going to uninstall it here is because I felt like it would have been too disrespectful to some of these better games that I dropped. Well, <laughs> damn, John. I, I did, like, the game was not good. The yeah, game, no, the that's game very much was discussed. It was not good, but I was I was still in that mode where I'm like, pretty close to beating it. That is hilarious logic, John. <laughs> but I was, I was still, I was like, I don't really uh, want to do it, but man, that's, that's a bad look for some of these better games that come out. <laughs> That is amazing logic. I love that. Also, this is a real eye-opening experience for me. I got, I got to finish more games, man. I went through a lot of games just now that I bought that I did not beat. Shit, I, or even I bought and beat one of Dead in a week and then returned it. Oh, no. That's, that's like uh, Dead Island 2. I bought it, played it for an hour, and returned it. <laughs> I bought it. It's still sitting on my shelf, and I haven't played it once. I'm not that bad anymore. <laughs> this is an eye-opening experience for me. That okay. used to be me. I need to call it. At least I didn't buy Immortals for Avium that came out last week and did not play it. I do want I, Arma, mean, I do want Armor Core Six. But Armor Core I, is apparently doing really well. I, it is. I've, I do want to play that. I have. I haven't seen much on Armor Core Six, but everything I've seen about it is just nothing but like rave. Yeah, Armor, yeah. Armor Core nailed it. After being yeah. on hiatus, they nailed it with Six. Yeah, no, it lo- it looks great. I know Steve's played it. He said it's really funny. Even the tutorial was fucking. Oh yeah, I've ass. heard the tutorial boss it was <laughs> fucking murdering. Oh, I know something about that. A goddamn attack <laughs> yeah. helicopter. I don't know, man. I know Shout about getting my ass. Or a Wolong, Zach, when we yeah. were trying to play. Took Fucking, two hours. You know, it took longer than two hours. <laughs> oh, man. Zach and that... No, not Zach. John and that first boss. <laughs> we got that on record somewhere. Yeah. Fucking only... Like I told you, I was like, yeah, if you if, if you weren't sitting there waiting on me to, you to join quit you, I, so would early. Not, I would not have kept playing. <laughs> but it was worth it. We ended up getting some stuff out of that. We See, still need to go back and kill Lubu. Steve yeah. said it took him 18 attempts to kill the tutorial boss. I mean, that's about average from what I've been hearing. Yeah, I think you're in a pretty good range there, honestly. I've seen a lot I've seen a lot of like shorts and TikToks about that too, where it's just like coming home expecting a fun mech uh mech game, and then it's just like next scene was him depressed because like three hours later to Did not think that at all because I've played Armor Core before. <laughs> all that reminds me of is just like I could only imagine like seeing seeing a, a TikTok of myself trying to do the fucking uh Wolong boss. Yeah, the Wolong tutorial is just from Zach's perspective. All he hears is, is "Okay, all right, just kill me. Let's get it over. With. Run it back." That's exactly back. what I listened to. <laughs> it was. It, it was just like I would be completely silent, and then you would just hear, "Run it back." <laughs> I just hear, a, "Fuck that up. Time to die." <laughs> it's like, yep, yep, got hit in phase one. Got to got to kill myself. <laughs> I admire the dedication, man. All right, boys, let's hit the music. Let's get out of here. All right. All right, last thoughts. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Um, go check out Rogue Energy. They got two new hydration flavors. They both actually sound really good. Yeah, do everything you said for If you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much. And if you want to see us do these live, we do them live every Saturday about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come check us out then. 
Make sure to also check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or something five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. Uh, join the Discord. Make sure to check out Agent Inc. Buy a jersey. Uh, and like they said, make sure to tune in next week as well. And make sure if you're a football fan, check out a terrible football show. That show is live every single Tuesday around 5.30 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. We have a pretty good time over there. All right. Until next time, guys. See you next week. Bye. Thank you.